Hey everyone, this is Bilyan Tolun from VWFM and you are currently listening to the VWFM podcast that is workforce management professionals, voice for individuals who are interested in all things workforce management related. My special guest in this podcast is Jeffrey Leifheit, Vice President of Digital Customer Experience and Consultancy, EMEA at COPC. And of course, he has extensive WFM knowledge and experience all over the globe. Today, we are talking about how Jeffrey started to work in WFM and how he foresees the future of WFM. Hi, everyone. My special guest in this podcast is Jeffrey Leifheit, Vice President Digital Customer Experience Consultancy EMEA at COPC, and he has extensive WFM knowledge, experience all over the globe. Jeffrey, thank you for joining. Welcome again. How are you doing? Thank you, Bilgan. Um, yes, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, busy as always around this time of year, uh, but happy to be your guest today. So thank you for inviting me. That's very nice to hear. So let me start asking my questions and to introduce you to the audience better. Jeffrey, I would like you to share with us how long you have started to work in WFM and how do you enjoy it? Um, I, I think I made my first steps in workforce management now over a little 10 years ago. So uh, around in the field for a while. Um, and it was not by purpose. So I just started by accident uh, in workforce management after my studies in logistics and economics. Um, I was one of those persons who thought first it would be cool to start a career in banking. Um, that was not completely my cup of tea. So I came across a position uh, for real-time management uh, at a Dutch consumer bank. And they hired me, surprisingly, in my own opinion at that time. Um, and, and there it all started. So I learned there first, yeah, by trial and error, all the basics of the job. And yeah, the workforce management DNA started to awaken in me. Quickly grew there to a capacity and forecast consultant job. So I learned the full steps of the WVM cycle. Um, and eight years ago, I made the step to what we call the dark side sometimes as a joke, um, the outsourcing industry. So I joined a company here in the Netherlands. Uh, Unamic, nowadays more known uh, over time as Xerox or Conduent. Um, and it became, in the time that I was there, a global leader in outsourcing. So I had the great chance to see a lot of different projects uh, from a workforce management perspective. I worked there as a, a in the global center of expertise. That was my own department, uh, which I built up there. And in that role, we were responsible for making those standards of workforce management. So how should all those projects, around over 150, be managed from a workforce management perspective. What models do we use? What procedures? What are the best practices in the industry? Which was a great opportunity to learn a lot. And then four years ago, COPC asked me if I would like to join them. And in that company, uh, I started to work not only longer on workforce management, but um, yeah, extended my scope to customer experience and operation excellence. Um, and yeah, that gave me still the opportunity to be globally active with workforce management and also digital channel solutions, two of my big passions, of course, still, um, and help our clients around the globe just to get uh, yeah, across the word of workforce management uh, for all those companies. 
So big steps, but it's already a long time, if you now ask me. 10 years, wow. Yeah, that's definitely brilliant. So then, based on this really great experience, I would like to ask, what is one common myth about your field that you want to debunk? Yeah, I, th- I think always when I get into a company, it is the same type of myth, which is around workforce management. Oh, that are those guys with those spreadsheets, and it's all about very difficult equations, formulas, and stuff. Um, of course, it's amazing that we have this, this interesting work field where you can use so much scientific theories and knowledge. I mean, I like mathematics. I like what we can do with data science and statistics, but we have to be honest, you need the data, but the art of workforce management is really in understanding the data, getting the right information out of it and having the ability also that you can combine data with your own observations, your own opinion and understanding um, and to be able to be much better in, in your job. So I think the misperception of workforce management is that it's all about data. It is much more also about understanding the company, your staff, the customers you're dealing with, and how all the channels which you service interconnect with each other. That way you can really predict things well. Um, and, and with that art, you make useful uh, use of your models, your formulas, but you can only achieve the targets by you know, using your yeah, common sense. And I think that that will be fine if people really start to understand that, that it's much more than just calculating or the model gives you an answer. Thank you for uh, your answer. I think that is something I definitely agree with you. Uh, and plus, most of WFM professionals have missed this art part. So in this case, how do you see the development of WFM? What will be the professional of the future? And following up, how do you see AI impacting the way of companies manage their planning? I think it's first important to go a small step back because where's workforce management coming from in the last couple of years? If I look to the industry, I've seen it really evolving from a lot of fascinated people who want to go for it and make it better to a yeah, more mature, strong industry where we really provide the latest insights, developing the theories and best practices so that they became much more a spin in the wheel for many organizations. It's much more valued nowadays than it was before. And with that, they enabled, I think, organizations to deliver a consistent customer experience, being that partner of operations rather than the one who provides a schedule or sends the spreadsheet with the results, you know. The actual development is much in the industry about multi-channel environments. And when we more integrate what we call digital and human-assisted channels, so let me explain that. I mean, digital assistant channels like things like bots or even digital humans, virtual assistants, all those things we now have as extra channels to communicate with our customers next to the more traditional channels, email, chat, phone, and it makes the service journey very complicated. But it makes as well that we as workforce management need to understand all those different parts of the chain a customer goes through. And that makes, in my opinion, a lot of new opportunities. And with that new complexity, the need for WFM as well to evolve. So it requires much more an integral way of working. And workforce management is not longer only a contact center thing. It was always seen as just a contact center. But it's much more about the complete service journey. How are all those departments in the chain working together? And what do we see happening on our platforms, like our website and app, which goes to the customer? So there is the big change coming. 
And if you then translate that to the future of your uh, professionals like us all, we need to be able to handle that more complex customer channel world. And we have an enormous lake of data to our, our hands, but we need to be able to separate what is relevant and not, and, and see those interconnections, understand it, translate it for operations. What does it mean for them? So a good understanding of those operations yourself, customer behavior, and the data with some principles as well, of course, of good capacity management and other best practices we learned over the years, that will be really be the skill mix which is required to be the success. Yeah, yeah got you. Yeah. Your last question was really about, okay, how to see AI then impacting this? Because yeah. AI is almost a magical word, I think, nowadays in the industry. Everyone talks about it, but I sometimes don't have really the idea that it will solve automatically everything. But the good thing I see of it is that AI and in every tool where we bring it in place, it helps us, first of all, to do our work easier and quicker. I mean, AI solutions can much better analyze data than you and I can do that ourselves. It gets more trends, it gets more algorithms out of it. So I see that there is a future for AI and workforce management, um, not only in analyzing data, but also in scenario-based decision-making, as I call it. Maybe AI will get really to the point of maturity soon already that we can just let the machines make decisions for us, not only on how to create a schedule, but also changing skills, uh, do real-time management, so to say. And maybe in other complex organizations, it will be much more about uh, suggestions, giving suggestions to the workforce management professional. Hey, we see this, consider this as a solution so that you quicker get uh, responses to what really happens in organizations. But maybe, and is that last but not least, um, AI will also help us to do much quicker our analysis of data we don't have access to now. We all know those examples where we try to look for data, where we try to understand why is my forecast not right? What is happening? Why is the service level dropping? And we did that till now, always with contact reason analysis, some CRM systems, but that was always afterwards responsive. The cool thing of AI and their bots around it is that it gives us the opportunity to see real-time customer behavior on our websites, in our apps, but also just sentiment measurements in the calls, in the chats going on, so we real-time know what customers are dealing with and have questions about. So we can quicker respond and with that better predict for the future. I think there is really the future of AI, giving us insights where we, with our common sense, can make decisions based on. Yeah, being challenged as a mathematician, I do feel quite exciting about AI, but as you stated before, this art part of understanding WFM is another key point, I believe. For sure, yeah. What about your, I mean, what is your personal and professional plans for the near future, Jeffrey? Um, for me, yeah, first of all, professionally, um, I think I just keep on working with COPC uh, on the standards which we have for our industry. Um, COPC also chooses exactly like what we discussed before, that contact centers is not everything anymore. We need to go broader. We need to look to the complete chain. And that gives a lot of new opportunities for us to think about what are best practices in the integration between digital platforms and solutions and our human yeah, service center world? And yeah, for that, the world of AI, bots and automation, that will keep on moving. And I look forward to everything what that will bring us. How can we connect it? How can we make it side by side with our, our customer experience and human interfaces? So of course, WFM will keep close to my heart uh, yeah, in, in the future as well and see how it will evolve in this uh, new contact center and customer service world. At the same time, uh, I also look forward to just help from COPC out other companies to really see that importance of workforce management 
um, and digital solutions and, and help to make this industry even more mature and get it ready for the new generation. If I look them personally, yeah, uh, my main plan, to be honest, is just keep following my passion. I mean, it's maybe a bit cliche, but I love to travel around the world as much as I can. So if pandemic will allow me, uh, then the first of all thing is keep traveling, keep getting new inspiration and ideas of that. And just uh, have the energy to keep on working and keep enjoying uh, life. That's really nice to hear. And thank you so much for your detailed explanation and frank answers. Yeah, let me ask a basic question. I mean, the, uh, Jeffrey, I would like to ask you one more question, if you don't mind. What is the best part of your job? The best part of my job? Um, I think what I appreciate the most about my job is having every day the chance to ask a million of questions to people um, and, and distillate it from there what, what they really can improve to make their life easier, better, or achieve really for their customers what they're aiming after. So for me, the nice thing is that because I speak every week with new people, do new projects, um, the diversity makes that you get all the time new ideas, new suggestions, which you can work out to ideas or you can help other companies with. So for me, the great variety at the same time, a, a challenger for my brain every day. And that can be literally on workforce management. It can be on areas where I'm less experienced on, but all the time it goes back to the same principle with common sense, listening to the questions uh, and answers of your of the people you interview, you train, and try to find just hands-on best practice solutions for it. I think that's what I love the most about my, my actual job. Yeah. Yeah, as someone who knows you, uh, yeah, <laughs> I definitely um, agree with you like that. Thank you so much for your participation in our very first podcast. It was a great honor for me. I wish success in your professional and personal life. Ladies and gentlemen, please do follow us and subscribe to VWFM podcast series for listening to the voice of the most talented WFM professionals. Thank you for listening to VWFM. This podcast is made and produced by Andrea Leitão, Bilga Hentelun, Doug Carsten, Gonzalo Gomes, and Kim Paz. If you like this show, don't forget to share it with your friends and colleagues. Visit our website, wwfm.com, to find more exclusive interviews and WFM content. See you next time. All rights reserved.